I can only count up to six centimeters. least anything um, so sorry to keep you waiting we have done a couple couple things that will fill you in here on a, in a second uh, but um, yeah again Tom ass here and joining me Beaker how you doing today buddy uh, I'm doing okay man it's been an interesting day but I'm here I'm glad that we're getting back on the mic and uh, getting another show out to the public and yeah honestly I was I've kind of been super fucking hyped all day because it's been a minute, as I've kind of been jonesing. Um, and I know you you got some stories that we'll get into here <laughs> a little bit later. But for now, we're just kind of bring it back in. And then uh, joining us again, Doug. How you doing today, buddy? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, glad to have you back again. Uh, Doug might be kind of, maybe not in every episode, but kind of more on a regular basis, joining us a bit more often. You know, like once a month maybe or something at least, depending on your schedule. I'll do my best to spin by when I can and weigh in on the thoughts that you have. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Maybe smoke with us a little bit. I'll smoke with you. Nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I guess just to start off, I know on our last episode we put out, we were talking about, you know, getting some of these social media things going. And we do have an Instagram and a TikTok now we haven't really put anything out because honestly it was kind of nice to, to have a little bit of a break from things and relax and just kind of have it in the back of your head but not be the thing we're worrying about the whole time um so just uh, that might be an easier place for you know you guys to go find us is on instagram if you have any comments we'll try to put up clips of episodes and stuff and uh just yeah make it a little bit easier to communicate with people people can reach out maybe hopefully and um yeah i mean other than that i i was surprised i looked at the our our account or downloads and stuff and we actually just we we did increase a decent amount of listens just even with us not putting anything out so i was pleasantly surprised with that that's awesome and the numbers were much better than what i expected i expected zero I was like, we're going to stop putting content out and nobody's going to, everyone's going to forget about us, but people are still discovering it. So I think that's, that's cool. yeah, that's pretty cool. And hopefully with Instagram and TikTok, people will help discover it. You can share it with your friends and yeah. you can ask questions, comments, topics, give yeah. us uh, some suggestions or anything that you think uh, you'd like these brilliant minds to uh, ponder. Over. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's a good way for us to maybe try and, uh, ask questions of people that they can give us feedback on we can talk maybe people can give us some content i mean we haven't we haven't run out of content yet but it's also like a good idea is a good idea yeah if you guys have any questions or anything you want us to talk about and or again if you want to send us a picture of your tits too that's fine yeah um <laughs> instagram and tiktok remember that instagram yeah, and it's just all smoke with you all one word all smoke with you all lowercase um, no underscores or anything like that. And instead of you, it's yeah, Y-A. So kind of a little bit of a slang term, but... Like the way you say it. 
Yeah, I smoke with you. I smoke with you. I smoke with you. I'll say it again, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you gotta kind of say it like you're, you're um, um, fuck, why can't I sing his name now? Um, Chris Walken, right? Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I smoke yeah. with you. I'll, uh, I'll smoke with you. Oh, I'll smoke with you. Uh, Step in the face of somebody, huh? Then I'll yeah. smoke again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll smoke with you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I guess just kind of get right back into it, but let everyone know what's going on. Um, we wanted to catch everybody up on what we were doing, but honestly, since we've taken time off, I mean, there was Christmas, New Year's, uh, getting back into just the swing of things after New Year's, after all the holidays. Honestly, I, I, you know, for me, not much has fucking happened. Like, there's no, nothing been too interesting, except for the last two days. <laughs> like, so, I, I've got a little story about this ice machine you guys see over here. That was Bailey's. That I, I'm going to give you guys the long version. I gave you a summary. I haven't, Beaker, you know, I haven't really seen it. Yeah, I'll give Beaker a summary. Or, I gave him a summary. Doug hasn't heard any of this yet. Um, so, I'm just going to give everybody this... A little bit longer format version of this. Um, Bailey, her ice machine went out. And she was pretty pissed about it. You know, she really wants another one. She didn't exactly want the same one she had before. Because the reviews online are all like, yeah, this one's notorious for just breaking. And uh, so eventually, like, I was, I was all like, yeah, maybe I can try and take it back to the store and exchange it or you know, do something with it. And eventually, finally, it just got in her way and she got pissed. And she's like, throw this fucking thing away. Toss it. Yeah, toss it. And I was like, I was taking it out the door and I'm like, would you care if I take it apart? Like, sometimes I just like to take shit apart just to see how yeah, it works. so you good, know? so good. It, it's fun. It's fun. And, and then, so she's like, no, throw it away. I'm fucking done with it. And I'm like, okay. So I go up and I actually do throw it in the trash. And, and dude, I did. <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't know if I went out for a smoke or what, but I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, you know what? I'm not going to say anything yet. I'm going to go put this fucking thing in my car. And here in the next week, I'm going to go fucking, I'll, I'll go and just see if I can exchange it. At one of the big main retailers, not going to say their name. I'll probably slip up and say their name in a minute. So, um, so you took it to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, t I take it to Walmart, and uh, I fucking, I go in, I don't have a box, I don't have a receipt or anything like that, and I'm talking to the lady, I'm like, hey, I just, I bought this thing not too long ago, I just, I just want to, can I just exchange it or something, like, what, what are my options? She calls over her manager, her manager goes, like, she's like, you don't have a box or a receipt? I'm like, honestly, I think it got thrown out with all the Christmas stuff. Like, I have no idea. Like, I, I, I looked for it. I can't find it. And she's all like, well, I can I can let you exchange it, but I'm going to need to keep the box, so I've got something to send this one back to the company with. And I'm like, that's fine. I just I just want to make ice, you know? I just, I just need to make ice. <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> yeah. And then, so the manager walks away. The ladies, the, the regular, or the original ladies dealing with me, we're getting it out of the box and we're exchanging it. And then she all of a sudden needs an override for something. And a different team lead shows up. And she's like, oh, yeah, you got to do it like this, this, and this. And she helps her do the override. We've got to go to a register. 
I'm gonna go over to the register, and I don't I don't know what the team lead was thinking, but she's just like it wasn't a straight exchange. I, and then she's like, I'm gonna have to put all this on a on a Walmart gift card if that's fine. And I'm like, uh, sure. Thinking she has to like load it up on a gift Walmart gift card to pay to yeah. pay for the other one. And then I, I even tried to stop her. I was all like, hey, just, you know, maybe I could just use that to buy an upgrade. Use that money towards an upgrade, right. a right. better model. And by that time, the other, the original chick walked by and she's like, yeah, actually, you know, just save that and buy an upgraded model and use this one until it breaks. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'm like, I'm so confused, dude. And then, so fucking we finish up. She hands me this fucking Season gift giving. card with $115 on it. And then we go over back to the customer service section. And I was like, so well, I'm good to take this. And she's like, yeah, have a good day. Glad I could help you out. And I was like, okay. So then I walk out the door with a fucking, a brand new ice maker <laughs> and a gift card with $115 on, dude. Wow. I dude, I was so fucking confused, dude. Like, I'm like, I'm not sure. I wasn't trying to scam or anything. And then I, I even got, I had to go cash my check. So I went to my bank and she's like, you know, I was like, hey, my account number is, ah. Like, I was so confused. I couldn't even remember my account number. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, luckily I remembered it. But I was just like, I still, it took me like 24 hours to be like, okay, I think this just happened. I think I just, <laughs> I think they gave me a brand new ice maker plus $115. So, it's like, oh, wait, there's more. Is there? Did you go home and at least tell Bailey they fixed it? Yeah, no, so I brought it, I, I, that was, so that was, you should have just told that you fixed it. Hey, babe, uh, sorry, I went, I took it out of the trash and I tinkered around a bit. You're welcome. Well, the, the shitty part is, That's they, I called the manufacturer and let them know that they, they, issued, they issued me this gift card. I, I, gave, I gave them a piece of my mind, damn it. No, so, I almost did, but I, so I walked in and that one was covered with like the protective shit. Which apparently didn't work because there's a dent in this one, but it works just fine. Oh, I see it. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I was just so confused of what was happening. We'll post the picture of the ice machine online. And she, yeah, she was just, she was just so happy that I got her a new ice machine. Well done. That, you know, I was like, hell yeah. And I, I don't, I debated on this part. I'm kind of glad I did tell her, but I was almost going to just be like, not say anything about the, the gift card. But I was all like, here's the kicker. They also gave me $115 on a gift card. So it was funny, though, too, because she asked me. She's like, so are we going to split that or what's going on? I was like, well, yeah, I'll think about it. You know? <laughs> she got a new ice machine. So What if she used that for? Like, what kind of drinks do you have ice in? Anyway? She just uses it for, like, water and you know, when the kids come over, they, they put ice in their oh, drinks and stuff. Yeah. And she's doing the dry January thing. Oh, I know there's a lot of people who really love ice. I have coworkers and they have ice machines and they live and die by the ice machine. And I, I just don't get it. I mean, I, well, I, I like my yeah. beer cold and <laughs> yeah. my, my water's room temperature. I don't drink whiskey, so yeah. I don't have a river on the rocks, you know. Well, and here's the thing what I told yeah. her, too. It, it took a week or two before I actually went and did this or before she decided to throw it away because I kept telling her I was like we got a fucking ice maker it's called the fucking freezer fucking <laughs> figure it out and she's like ah. she didn't want the ice in the freezer and we got a lot of food stocked up in there but it was just fine 
God oh fucking God. <laughs> But yeah, so the I don't know. The craziest thing is that thing costs 115 fucking dollars. Mm. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> For something that doesn't like work. Or like regular cubes. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> I'll ice with you. <laughs> It's got no, it's got a little scoop too. It comes yeah, with. yeah, kind of, Ooh. Scoop. Oh, it's, it's, I mean, those are decent. It's that little. cylindrical with a hole in it. Yeah, it's like it almost a hole. It's a good size ice cube, but it's not too big and it's not too small of an ice cube. But I don't know. She likes her ice, and I, I, I'm not a big boy. I got it for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever had something like that happen at a store that. Somehow it worked out your benefit, or uh, yeah. I mean, that was probably the biggest thing that's ever happened to me. I've I've gotten like the wrong cash before, where they gave you an extra twenty bucks or something. Oh, that comes that, if, if they did that. If the teller did that. Your small bank. We live in a very small rural community in the mountains, and that comes out of the tellers. She needs to fork that over at the end of her shift when she counts her drawer. So that's kind of rugged, but. With a huge corporation, right? And then the, the original chick has the like, this is what the manager told me to do. Yeah, the only thing I've yeah. ever had is like, I've cashed a check at the same store, and the guy's sitting there counting in front of me, and I counted, I want to say it was like forty or sixty extra dollars, and I asked, I asked him, I said, hey, you want to count that again? And he counted again. I still count. 60 to 40 to 60 extra dollar. I can't remember. I think it was 40. So, and then he counted again. I had him count six, six times. There's people behind me getting irritated at this point. I'm like, okay. And I just grabbed the money and I'm walking out the store, like counting myself, making sure that I wasn't just being an idiot. And I'm like, no, there's 40 extra dollars here. So now what I got on my paycheck. And I'm like, I wanted to go back and turn it to him, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm just going to keep it. Bucks. I, 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 I gave him six chances to fix his mistake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so I never went back to the cash my check ever again. By the way, <laughs> I went somewhere else. I think the only thing that's happened to me like that uh, was well, happened a couple times, but it's been buying some different merchandise from an online retailer, and I knew some people who worked there, so I got an employee discount, and so there's only like two avenues. You either Forget about it, or you know, you get your money back. Yeah. Um, you don't do any returns when it's an employee purchase because uh, you get that cost. So uh, the mountain bike, which was a hilarious idea that I bought a mountain bike uh, off the internet uh, without riding it or checking it out or anything, but bought this bike and I was convinced that um, you know the spokes were bent or something. No, I just didn't set it up right mm -hmm. and. Um, course got the bike for free uh, I bought a platform bed and I was convinced they didn't send me all the parts so I had them send me a bunch of new parts and they like comped me half the bed and uh, so that was pretty nice <laughs> so I went and out um, talked to customer service yeah so yeah certainly get it done and, well and that's the thing too I think if you as a customer go in there and just play dumb as fuck I think that's I think that's almost the key. You don't yeah. want to go. Don't caring. be aggressive. You yeah, yeah, you don't want to be. You don't want to be caring or get. A, yeah, get uh, assertive with people and start telling people what they're yeah. going to do. And you just be like, I don't know, man. I just 
He's like, I just need to make ice at my house. I, I just want an ice maker. That's all I want. I spent money on this. Like, like, you know my 3D heat press I have that makes like the, that I'm able to put images on like plates and stuff like that with? Well, the, the rubber piece that gets vacuum sucked on was fucking, was ripped, right? And so the sentence, I'm like, hey, this is Was ripped. it ribbed or ripped? Ripped. It was ribbed. ribbed. It, it was, was ribbed, ribbed for, for my pleasure. It was ribbed for my pleasure. <laughs> well, it was ripped, so I'm like, hey, man, can you guys send me another one? Because it's ripped. They sent me, like, a whole nother, like, the plate that goes on top of it as well. So I have two plates now for it, and I have, like, three of those rubber pieces that get sucked down on it, too, because I just asked him, hey, man, it got, it's ripped. Can I get a new one? And they just sent me another one and sent me a bunch of other extra stuff, too. And I was like, cool, you know? Well, that's, that's the thing, too, with a lot of that stuff. I think with online retailers, like you're saying, Doug, is, like, a lot of times they're just, like, it's not worth the cost of shipping for you to send something back and they send something to you mm -hmm. and they got to pay for the shipping. And it's just like, just fucking keep it and I'll send you a new one. And I hope this one works. Too bad you know. cell phone companies don't do that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, get a, you get a fucking fucked up phone. They're like, all right, we'll send you a box, and you gotta send this out, and then, and then if it doesn't reach to them, then they fucking end up charging you a shit ton of money. You're like, I sent it out. Well, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I was snowboarding here in Utah a few years ago, and it was opening day at Park City. And I was kind of showing off a little bit, and I ended up snapping the nose of my board. And it just, uh, you know, right up by my binding, my front my front foot, it just delammed and snapped the board. It's all floppy. And so, I mean, I contacted the company. Uh, I'm not going to mention them because they're a fantastic snowboard company. Um, well, it was never summer snowboards. I'll mention them because they're fantastic. But I just chatted with them, and uh, I... Since I've worked for the Snowboard Magazine previously, um, I'm like, hey, we had done some collaborations before, and we featured you guys in the magazine, and we've done some advertisements, and, you know, we met up uh, over at, uh, you know, uh, I can't even think of the name of it now, whatever the Ski and Snowboard, um, what's like CSA or something like that in Denver, mm -hmm. CIA, um, and... They were really reluctant, so I shipped my board back to them. So I, it cost me like 50 bucks or something, like for you know, not, not well off enough to spend 50 bucks just to ship a snowboard. Uh, sent it on over to them, like, hey, could you take another look, please? <laughs> and then they took another look, they're like, all right, because it wasn't a manufacturing defect. I like, snapped the board, like, I did, not on purpose, but my riding snapped the board. And they ended up sending me a brand new board. <laughs> of the new of the fresh season, yeah. So it was like you know, my board was like three years well, old, and this made brand new. Uh, three, uh, nice. Well, and, I mean, that's that's a purpose. Is they're meant to be ridden, you know, whether hard or light, like they're meant to be ridden. Exactly. Yeah. Abused and abused, and that's the thing. So I kind of knew it was my fault. They had great customer service. Um, they didn't need to give me a second chance or a third chance because I, I'm like, please, hey, that's the ice maker. If you can hear that, yeah, that is. <laughs> um, but they, they ended up doing it and uh, rode that board for several years. Absolutely loved it. I, I, every single other board I've ever bought has been a Never Summer board. And hilariously, a few years ago, somebody stole that when I was night riding. It's the first time I'd ever had the snowboard, and my, my whole setup got stolen. Damn. Like, so, so I do want to ask you so, where did like it broke up right by your foot, or was it just the tip? Like, 
right next to your binding. Yeah, it was it, it was about you know I don't know eight centimeters off of my front heel. Mm, I can only count up to six centimeters. And so, <laughs> I was just say Dick centimeters jokes. since like uh, the size of snowboards or snowboards are gauged in size. Yeah. Like centimeters. Yeah. And, you know, just uh, throwing down some nose butters, or I think I may have come off a jump a little odd and just like kind of pressed on the nose a little uh, when I was six, coming down. That was six centimeters and like three inches? It was about three inches or so. <laughs> okay, so four <laughs> centimeters. Four centimeters. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Either way, it made for an awkward ride for the rest of the day. And, uh, so it was really loose. But it is surprising how often like people just still shit up at like certain resorts. I haven't heard about it too much lately, uh, but back in the day, like, it got bad there. 12, for a minute. 15 years ago, people stole stuff all the time. I had so many friends that had stuff stolen, or uh, I guess some crews of people that I've met before have done that kind of stuff and I'm like that is the lowest of the low yeah dude if I find you I'm beating your ass and that's I so I, I like went out to the parking lot and like started stopping cars and I'm like let me check your truck let, let me see your boards I was like furious that someone took my board yeah and uh, everyone let me check their stuff and everyone was good I went and talked to the security there that obviously they don't have cameras because whatever yeah. it was night night riding too but uh you know, I called a bunch of pawn shops, scoured the internet, uh, our local sites to make sure it wasn't posted. And I'm just like chomping at the bit, waiting for some. Oh, one person to fucking well, slip. I, well, I don't want to go and cold cock the first person I see with it necessarily because they could have bought it from someone else. Yeah. Like, whoops, sorry, guilty by association. No, yeah. but I'll be like, I'll talk to them about it. And be like, hey, where'd you buy that board? And see what their story might be. I'm like, I like that a lot. Those are all my stickers on it. I was gonna say though, <laughs> you, you said something about like. Fifteen years ago, or something. It was a little bit of a segue, not to like completely just turn us in a wrong, a different direction, but like to so like I said, you know, the ice machine thing is like basically the most interesting thing I've had happen to me since we did our last episode. Yeah. And the second most interesting thing that happened to me is today I actually went to see I went to see Brock down at Digital. Get some juice and shit. Shout out Digital Smoke. I actually, I meant to ask him for permission to shout out Digital, but I... Digitalsmoke.net. Yeah, if you're in the Ogden area, go get your, all your vaping needs from Digital Smoke. But I'm there, and uh, I'm kind of chit-chatting with him a little bit, and this guy walks in, and I see he has... Like, I kind of barely... <laughs> at, at, at the side... At the, <laughs> doing this out of the face. But I, at the side of my... Out of the side of my eye, I see... He's wearing a sweatshirt from my high school that I graduated from. And I was like, that's weird. So he comes up and sits down. And Brock's like, hey, let me take care of him real quick. I was like, cool. And I, and I, I kind of look over to do a double take. And I'm like, this guy looks fucking familiar. And it turns out he was my fucking English teacher in fucking junior, my junior and senior year. And I, so I look over at him. I was like, Otley? And he's all like. He, he kind of does give me the head turn, and he's all like, yeah? I was all like, Thomas, I'm going to say my last name, uh, oh, uh, 2007. And he's all like, he sat there for like, I don't know, 15 seconds, and then was like, 
holy shit, bro. <laughs> like, so I ran into my fucking, one of my high school teachers today. Yeah, that's cool. And he told me it was 16 years. I re- I'm still sticking to the 15 years. <laughs> I don't want to feel that old yet. But that was, I mean, that, that was really cool. We sat there and bullshit for like five, ten minutes, just kind of catching up. And Thomas from I'll Smoke With You? <laughs> yeah. And he asked me what I was doing. I, I should have asked him to be on the podcast. Because he, he honestly. He's on the podcast right now. He was, he was one of the, like, I hated English going, like, just through school. Like, show me the pronoun. You know, it's like we don't look at the pronouns. Yeah, you know, uh, I just I don't know. We fu- I just I fucking hated English, and the way he taught English was so different than anybody I ever met. Because he talked about critical thinking and reading really like in depth books uh, like The Grapes of Wrath and shit like that. And like he was all maybe that's what high school English was supposed to be about, but it just always seemed like. So technical with like where do you put the period or semicolon and your nouns and verbs and I you know, the period on the pad. Uh, yeah, right? I enjoyed English. A lot. <laughs> yeah, I was I was more of a math guy, but it it was really fucking cool to see him, dude. I remember the, the coolest thing. I think it was Brit lit with British literature, and uh, my teacher brought up how much she really loves Tupac. And his, how phenomenal his writing was. And that just like really grounded me. I was like, you are a real person. And you were up to date with the times. And you're not just teaching me something from, uh, you know, centuries ago. You're telling me something that's relevant to my life now that I'm interested in. And then I was like, you rock. Now, okay, yeah. now I'll read from Beowulf. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and that's the thing. There's a difference between a teacher who's actually willing to engage with students yeah. versus one who just like slams a book in front of you and say, "Do two page uh, two page two hundred and seventy two, and if it's not correct, I'm going to give you a C or oh, that's math. It's, see, that's <laughs> what I two seventy two, and then you're like, if it's not correct, then that's what I liked about math though. Is but you know there wasn't much engagement as far as I don't know. I just for something. With me, with math clicked, and with English, I fucking couldn't stand. And he's, you know, just for him being the teacher he was, he turned that around for me in my life, and I think probably had a fairly decent impact on my life, because then I, you know, once out of high school, I wrote, you know, wrote music, then bands, I thought I was a rapper for a little bit, um... Now I think I'm a podcaster, but <laughs> <laughs> but it was I don't know it was just really cool That's seeing pretty him. Cool. Yeah, I guess I ran into some old. Uh, uh, I guess one was a friend from high school, and the other one was kind of a kid who we didn't get along. I wouldn't say he really picked on me, but we didn't get along. And it's kind of funny because I think he used to pick on me for playing Yu-Gi-Oh, and now he owns a store that plays in it, <laughs> like they play in his store. So I thought it was kind of funny, and I'm not going to go in too depth about the other kid. We were kind of cool, but in high school, I think we kind of fell apart, but uh, I did date his sister, so I don't know who won after that part, but yeah, yeah, that's probably the most interesting that I've been getting back into. Maybe it seemed like you you guys didn't get along, because maybe you were into Yu-Gi-Oh before he was, so he thought you were better at it than he was. (laughs) So he's like, I don't want to play with that guy. He's going to kick my ass or something. Maybe there was a little bit Well, he bit said of... his crew never played it in high school, but he knew how to play. And I was like, oh, okay. Because 
Change. Um, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just fidgeting. Anyways, but so yeah, maybe it is. But we used to get picked on a lot for playing, you know, because we play in lunchroom and then we didn't go into. And what is it? Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, how's that stack up to Magic: The Gathering? Uh, similar, but it's got Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, kind of similar, not really. Yu-Gi-Oh is an anime and a cartoon show. Yeah. Oh. So. It, started, it started off that, and then like right after he. Uh, the creator of the show made the game, and then it kind of kind of took off from there. But was Gather it? Magic of the Gathering is probably bigger in a sense. Better. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't well, say better, but all because all, like see the thing with Magic is there's new seasons, so you yeah. have every season you got to buy a brand new deck, a brand new thing, and change up your deck and like I'll completely like, yeah you know you you always get new cards, new decks and stuff like that. But it's like you can still play with cards back from the very beginning of the game. I didn't know you couldn't do that with magic, but I've been out yeah, of the game you, for a long time. You can't do the same thing. Well, and I think too with Yu-Gi-Oh, from my remembering, is it like Pokemon take took off with their cards and all that, and then so I think with like riding their telcos, Yu-Gi-Oh was kind of the next thing. For the slightly younger Well, he just people. made it just because he wanted to have something fun out there. But it, it was kind of funny because the first people who, like, the first of us that actually played Yu-Gi-Oh! Didn't even know the fucking rules. Yeah. So I was, like, I was, the rules weren't even posted up anywhere. Like, you're just, like, playing as a game. And then if, then somehow the first structure decks came out, they finally, like, gave you the rules. You're like, oh, this is how we fucking play? Okay. <laughs> so was the timeline that it kind of go, like, magic... But then Pokemon, because Pokemon is pretty much magic, but just Pokemon. Like that's pretty much what it is. You have to have like your energy to be able to attack your mana. Magic. Yeah, mana. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you'd have. It's pretty much. It's pretty much like magic, but what, Pokemon. Didn't magic, if I remember correctly, I'm not sure. Didn't magic start in like the late '80s? Yeah, it's been around for a very long. Yeah, time. magic's and a really old. That's old why they. That's why they. I think that's why they built based. Pokemon off of it because it's already been a, such a structured game. Well, I I think that it probably probably came from D and D. They yeah. probably yeah. people were doing D and D and they're like, I wish there was an easier way to convey this to some people. And they're like, well, why don't we just like kind of make it in card form? And obviously, just blew up. And yeah. my favorite part about Magic easily the artwork. Yeah, that really inspired me as a like a young artist yeah, I didn't trying mind. to draw stuff like that. And yeah embody the yeah. craziness that they put into that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they, I didn't mind um, Magic too much. I had this Swamp deck that would fucking destroy people, but... You too. I don't, you got Swamp you, Dick? Yeah, Swamp, swamp Dick. My yeah, Swamp Dick would destroy people. Swamp Dick anybody run away. I don't know, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> just, just so much more fun for me. Now it's a little more complicated because you got all these... Like, it, it's not just building a strong deck and being... It's like... Or it is, but it's like... Like, dude, you could you could summon like five monsters in one fucking turn now, and it's fucking crazy. It is, it is, and it, well, I, I guess if people say it's toxic. Like, I've been to a couple of the local tournaments that one of my the guys I've been playing on Thursdays with says really toxic, and everybody I meet but said that one person has been really cool. There's only one person. The whole time I played against that I've I've wanted to punch in the fucking face. Like those guys you play video games with that just kick 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 yeah. kick. Yeah. Well, he just yeah. like like a Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I didn't know a card, right? I'm like, well, what what does that card do? And he just laughed at me, and then flipped my card over and face down defense mode. I'm like, 
Okay, well, hey, how about when I ask you what it happens, can you just say, this is what happens, instead of, like, touching my shit, you know? And he just kept laughing at me. I'm like, look at me, dude. And he just, like, sat there like, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be a dick right now, but be respectful. We're not, you know, we're not kids. We're adults yeah. playing this game. And, you know, let's have some mutual respect before we take this outside. Because if you don't know, since you can't see us, but Beaker is an enormous man. And he knows uh, all sorts of MMA. So you'd absolutely not want to touch his Yu-Gi-Oh deck. I know, I get, I get your passion about it. I'm glad you're back into it. But we're not exactly like a... Yeah. a you know, card yeah. gaming type I'm just saying, there's only been one person. About, but I don't, I don't yeah. know how deep we want to No, that's cool. We can it. end it after that. I'm just saying that like, it's been cool to get back into it. But they do say it's been toxic, but I haven't seen it besides let, one guy that doesn't know social cues. That's all I was trying to say. Let me just, uh, we can wrap this up with maybe one uh, instance. I haven't played video games in the longest of times. I, I was privileged enough to finally get a, a Sega when I was a kid. Um, I mean, we had PlayStation 1, and that was it. Never played anything else. I mean, I played a little Halo, maybe, uh, early college, and I never touched a thing. Like, it's not even a part of my life. But I went to the arcade bar uh, this uh, weekend. The lab? Uh, it's quarters. There's literally oh, old-school okay. arcade oh, the games. One down SLC. Yeah, and so you just, it's literally like how it used to be, 25 cents, or you have to keep chucking quarters in. Amazing. I played Area 51. This happened to us. Oh, I spent seventy five cents, and I got top six on their leaderboard. Like, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And there were dudes sitting there playing, just dumping money and dumping money in. I don't see them putting their names up on the leaderboard. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what I was doing. I was just blasting. <laughs> we actually reviewed this. Uh, I don't think on our last episode. It was two or three episodes yeah. ago. There's the lab down here in Ogden oh, yeah. now, the lit arcade yeah, guys, bar. Yeah, we went down. Go. It was pretty cool. I've still got a shit ton of credits on yeah, my card. So if you guys want to plan a time to go down, fucking wreck some pinball and shit, maybe get a couple of brews. Their food situation's a little weird. They don't have like tickets and stuff. <laughs> they just start coming out and just, uh, uh, Dylan! <laughs> Who has the chicken? Dylan, you got the chicken tent? They just start yelling at people and you'd be like, uh, I. I I'm Dylan. I'm Dylan Starry. Yeah. Uh, passing on over here. Like, so they got some things to figure out, but at the same time, the place itself is pretty fucking cool. Do we find expensive like credits for games? So I got um, I got sixty credits for twenty bucks, and then it's like four credits per machine. Mm-hmm. So I still got like forty credits left, and I was there for we were there for what two hours or yeah. something before we left. Yeah. So that's the thing with quarters in Salt Lake. It's like, yeah, you just bring in some quarters, quarters you drop quarters. them in the machine. Uh, but the games are stupid cheap. Obviously, you have to wait sometimes for some things. Tons of pinball machines, uh, ski ball, uh, big block hunter. You yeah. name it. Um, they also have a little place, uh, I guess, around the corner and in the back room that they have bands play. So I guess that's pretty neat. I, well, know, I didn't check that out. I, but the drinks are stupid expensive. They yeah. are too. You get a 16 ounce PBR. Are you talking about a quarters? Okay, because yeah, at the I lab, the at the lab, you get a 16 ounce PBR for four dollars, dude. I'm like, mm. I mean, I guess that's okay. But can, can you do me like three bucks? Three, you know? three fifty. Yeah, yeah. I know you're. I can, I can go buy these six packs for fucking five, six bucks. Right, but. 
you know. They're paying for the atmosphere. Yeah, they're that's true. Gonna fucking that's true. And I'm sure they don't want people getting too stupid drunk around all their fucking expensive pinball machines and well, shit. Well, I'd say so. you get stupid drunk and you keep playing fucking games thinking you're going to win, but you're fucking slop. And then you're just like going to keep dumping money in. But, just like, my buddy brought a bunch of quarters, so I didn't have to, I didn't have to dump a single quarter. I didn't change a single dollar. He's just like, here. Here. He's like, he's been so excited. His girl, his wife was like, he's been so excited to go here. And he brought yeah. all these bags of quarters or like stuff. So, I mean, I probably only had like 10 bucks of quarters, but. Well, fucking no, uh, we we're, we're like thirty six minutes right now. Not to interrupt. Yeah, we're bu- bucking in thirty six minutes. <laughs> really? Not to turn it up. Like, done, shut everything down. But I mean, we are. That's our halfway mark. I might need a smoke or something. And I'll I smoke with you. All right. And I, but I do have a little something for you guys. When we come back, yeah, no, he's checking the table. <laughs> Nothing like that. Yeah, it's no, it's no liquor. You always got to pay. Yeah, you got to check under the table with me. It, this time Make it's under. It, I was gonna say it's under your seats. Everyone has a gift. It's Oprah. But uh, yeah, let's go smoke, guys. We'll come back and fucking. I don't even care if we go a little bit long. I've fucking been like craving doing this for a little while, but. Uh, care about you guys' immune system. So this is a little bit of a setup here. No. And trust me, it's not under, you know, secret table whiskey or anything. But we are going to start off with spoons. You guys each get a spoon and uh, let's see where this goes, right? It's absent. We're gonna put sugar in these spoons. We're so I, care, I care about your guys' immune system. Ooh. I've been fermenting this garlic in honey, and we'll have to put a picture of this up on the, the Instagram you too. You check it out online. Oh, do you guys want to try a spoonful of the uh, health try. syrup? I've tried, tried it. it. Yeah, I'll take it first if you guys yeah. want me to. I'll take it. Okay. It's got an interesting flavor. You want? Holy shit! You want to smell that? It's got. It's fermented, but it is, doesn't mean we have any booze out of this. You put some sugar in there. No, there's no, no booze. Oh, I mean, no sugar. Well, the, yeah, all the sugars in the honey. It was gonna um, be, so for those of you who can't see, it's a mason jar filled with honey, and about I don't know forty cloves of garlic. Yeah, that was about three cloves of garlic. Uh, one of them was pretty small. One was medium, uh, and one was a bigger yeah. one. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to take it together. You guys want to watch me take it first? I'll dab honey with you. Yeah, I'll drink some honey with you. (coughs) 
It's good for your immune system. It's got a real interesting flavor. I'm going to guess garlic. Yeah. Well, no, dude, you almost taste some other shit in here, honestly. I mean, I tasted it after one week, but All right. cheers, guys. Mm. Oh, oh. Yeah, kind of potent. Yeah. Surprisingly good. Yeah. And they mm. say that with this fermented garlic honey, you're only supposed to. But it's like when you get sick, I guess, you take a tablespoon, like a spoonful of this once per day until uh, you get better, and it's good for your immune system and digestive system or something like that. And we'll have these available for purchase online. Yeah. We're probably doing the Rona, huh? I don't know. Dude, I've, well, so I've been hearing about it for a while now. Well, garlic's great for you, yeah. so it's especially local honey. Yeah, this is local honey out of here in Utah. <coughs> Anyways, I got a little, that's probably the cigarettes coughing, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that wasn't too unpleasant of a surprise. No, it's about as pleasant as having the bone rough. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. All right. And now time for the heroin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I've been, I've had that. That's about a week and a half of fermenting going on there. I uh, thought you guys might want to try yeah, it. It was delicious. Yeah. I don't, I don't reuse a spoon in it ever. It's always a fresh spoon. Uh, <laughs> God, I'm, I'm so glad we don't have a producer right now that's just going to clip that. It's, like, it's always a fresh spoon, bro. I love spooning with <laughs> you, bro. I love spooning with you, dog. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing I've been looking at, and I guess which is kind of like a transition into the next thing about me sprouting that garlic clove. That Doug actually was kind enough to bring over some extra soil um, for me to plant it. That black gold. <laughs> yeah, that's that black gold. But uh, yeah, I, 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 did you guys? What did you think? Because at first, the, the first time I tried it, it really tasted like I felt like I was getting so much other flavors. But it's kind of like starting to settle out a little bit now. And I, I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be really heavy garlicky, and it was actually pretty, pretty light mellow. And there's a residual good. garlic flavor, but it's super smooth, and it's not like a punch in the face, or like uh, you normally if you saw tasting garlic and put it in something, it's not. Or even like since they're raw garlic cloves, it's not even like you're. I'm smelling. I'm smelling that. I actually kind of have like. I feel like it kind of like. Help my sinuses for a second. You know? Opened you up a yeah. little bit. Yeah, opened me up for. <laughs> well, and so that's one mistake I think I made is that you're supposed to kind of just cover the garlic, and I obviously or cover just cover the garlic with honey, and I definitely I mean there's probably double the amount of honey, so maybe that's why that fermentation process is taking a little bit longer. Or I would have thought maybe you might want to like not like completely obliterate them but if you crush the garlic that way you can get more surface area mm. of the honey touching the raw garlic so there are cloves in there that i did crush and there's you know how sometimes when you're peeling garlic like some of them just peel super easy and some of them are a pain in your ass so digging into them. yeah so that's where i do i do do the smash technique and like because it. it just makes it easier yeah, yeah. But then, I mean, also tasting that is the transition into 
<laughs> when you got here we, with me going to try and glow, uh, glow garlic. <laughs> I'm going to blow garlic. I'm going to blow garlic. You want to clear out those sinuses, brother? He's going to blow garlic all over just, the place. Let me shove this garlic down your throat. I got you a line, bud. Gar, gar pal. <laughs> It's not cut at all. <laughs> yeah, I was going to grow this garlic, so you're just going to go ahead and uh, reball it. And... Yeah, I'm not going to do any research, and generally I do. Like, if I'm going to try and grow a plant or, like, do some sort of, like, when I did the hot sauce, I did a ton of fucking research. And this, it's just kind of like the garlic clove sprouted a fucking... It was good. Do you want me to do the research? Because, I mean, I could no, just... I, Remember, I, so I started doing the uh, avocados, and I had some huge, like, couple foot-tall avocado plants going on. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, rest in peace, they ended up passing. But, um... Well, so when you did a bunch of research on that, I had kind of seen some of the same videos at the same time, and once you jumped on that, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try and grow, grow an avocado. It takes, like, two or three years for it to grow, right? Well, it takes ten years um, for the... Or to actually fruit, they say. Yeah, but then there's also I've seen some sort shortcuts where if like you're continually topping That's it. That's what I didn't do enough. I think. Yeah, if you if you continually not continually but at the right times top it, and that's oh almost what I'm wondering if this that's what this garlic is going to be once I plant it. You have no idea. I know my brother, and I don't want to have any idea. I just honestly the thing sprouted. I left it out on the counter for a few days. And I was like, hey, I'll throw it in a shot glass of water. It sprouted roots. And I'm like, I, I, I've I, never done any research on garlic, so I'm just going to fucking go for it. Here's 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 and see what and we should do a real classic science experiment. I like science. And, and we should do some sort of control experiment and try, you know, five, ten different garlic cloves a different way, sprout them all, and then just, like, put a little sugar in the water this one. Put this one in no water, put this one in Coca-Cola, put this one in the Paps, and then, uh, you know, see if and how they might grow, and then we could report back. Well, and that's interesting you say that, because I was actually talking to Beaker a little bit about it before you got here, okay. and it, it would, it would, no, I'm just saying it would be cool, it would be cool to, like, if I could start growing my own little garlic. I don't, yeah, I don't, cool. I don't know how they grow. But if I could start consistently growing them and keep the strain going, I could eventually develop my own strain of garlic that you can only get from me, and it only, it, it all Whoa. tastes this certain way, and it's a certain thing that I'm growing. I know it's store bar, store bought garlic. Salty. So it's already a genetic like strain of garlic. Um, so you, to make your own, you need to like splice that with a different. Yeah, but I, I, I'm thinking, like you're saying, though, if I start adding sugar or salt or something, and then I grow, I, it would take well, when generations. It's, when it's in your it would take generations when it's of in garlic. your soil, under your care, you can absolutely uh, evolve that plant species. So, yeah. Yeah, it could be great, but uh, yeah. for someone who knows zilch about garlic, um, uh, it's going to take a lot of trial and error. Yeah, it's definitely, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, we'll see if this takes off. If it does, cool. If it doesn't, I think you can take I didn't figure it out. I didn't, I didn't plan on doing this. I think you, you know? can do it. It's a fun, those are, I like those little fun little experiments. And that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's just so everybody, all the listeners know, both Beaker and Doug 
were gonna go look it up for me, and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want to know shit. Hey, that's how like, people I don't want to know shit. Back in the day, they they figured shit out on their own. They didn't need research. They didn't need like this research. They went and did their own research. For it. Yeah, you can eat anything. That's what once. science is. And, and if your own research, you don't gotta listen to anybody else. Despite popular belief, Google has not always been around. No, you know, sometimes you just gotta figure <laughs> some shit out. You know, wait, I mean? has so, it? I know, I know you're younger than I am. So <laughs> Shut you, don't, the fuck up. you don't remember a time without Google, but I do. What about Ash Jeeves? <laughs> I'm Ash Jeeves. You yeah, Ash Jeeves. That shit yeah. went out style really fast, though. Yeah. Uh, how about before internet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was it like? You'd have to go to the library. I used to. We were talking about that the other day. <laughs> so my buddy's like, I go to the library to figure some things out and like get it together because my computer's not up to par, and I'm like. To do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. You want a good connection speed? They got one. <laughs> I mostly went there to look up Britney Spears naked, but you know, like I mean, I'm also on a computer. I thought you were like, like going to actually like read books. That's what I used to do. Are we, we doing con- books? Are we doing confessions? Because I used to go to the library and look up ICP stuff. <laughs> oh, you poor thing, dude. That's funny. I swear, I, was, I went outside for a cigarette before you guys got here. And I heard somebody up the street bumping some stuff. And I'm like, is that fucking ICP? I better go inside. I'm going to go fuck. I wouldn't even know what it sounds like. (laughs) That's the craziest thing to me is how, like, a funny... It's like, I take their music as, like, funny. And I don't take it any serious, but there's a... It's crazy how there's such a big... It was serious in the beginning. Because you were... Well, you were young and you were just taking it at face value. You didn't know that. I laughed at every fucking song they've ever played. The first time I heard him, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, bro? He punched you. He, he's talking about the, the first song I ever heard was a date one. It was a blind date song. I think I know what you're talking about. Talking yeah, that's like, like a long time. That's like the very first song I ever heard, and I just I never took them seriously. They're like, they're like oh, they're kind of like the Cottonmouth Kings. And I'm like, this is nothing like Cottonmouth Kings. What's so fucking ever? Well, they played together, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, wow. uh, that's one thing though too is like I don't enjoy ICP's music, but they do. They have given a shit ton back to like their community. Oh, they're the biggest. I'll, I'll give donors them donors in the in the community, like the yeah, I, like in the um, like uh, the family. Yeah, the family. in the fam. I'm just saying, like in the celebrity <laughs> world or whatever, they are the biggest donators of everybody. I don't know about the biggest, but I mean, they I definitely they were. in, the, in they their community. Back, were. They give back fantastically. In yeah. their community, they do. I know at one point I was I don't know how, band. because when you make mm, uh, music, that, when you make shit music. <laughs> I thought you were going to say make millions. <laughs> they did make millions. Al, I so they do give back, and they, they have a great group of people that enjoy them. Steve-O even did some stunts for them and ended up getting an ICP tattoo because he he enjoyed his time Steve, hanging out with them. Steve-O, like, jackass? Yeah. Oh, okay, I was going to say, not Steve-O, like, our friend? No. Okay. <laughs> I would look, actually, at, St- you know, love Steve-O to death, Steve but if he had an ICP tattoo, I'd be like, <laughs> So, the first instance I ever had, well, I've had two instances running into uh, Juggalos, and one was in Rochester, New Hampshire, and it's a pretty gritty town. You think Ogden's gritty? This is run down. There's nothing fun in it. And so these people are just like, I, I saw so many tattoos. I see people rolling down the street with face paint for no reason at all. Mm, and, then, and then the, the second time, and I mean, that was like uh, 14 years ago, 15 years ago. And then as I was booking shows here downtown, 
local music and you know some out of state bands uh a lot of local rappers and things they're like hey can we, can we get these guys on can we get these guys on so you, you're trying to vet this stuff you're trying to make sure you're not like getting the wrong crowd in because some of these rap shows they can bring hundreds of people or they could bring four people so yeah. but you also don't want the wrong kind of people you want the wrong hundred people <laughs> or, or the right four people <laughs> yeah and um there's been a couple times where we've had a few people show up, um, you know, people who like Tech Nine and stuff. They end up really liking uh, ICP. Is that kind of crowd, which you know, Tech Nine, uh, no disrespect. I mean, it's, it's fine music for people, and uh, and I'm down to host those kinds of things. And then you've got people showing up in full face paint, and you're like, you're the first one here, and like there's like the bar staff and me setting up speakers and sound, and I'm like. What are you doing? Yeah. But then they do it. They, then they come back and they come back because they had a good time. And then you're just like, hey, I'm buds with this guy now. And, yeah. and they're, you know, it's a friendly guy, but it's, a little off the chain. Well, yeah. <coughs> it is a bit of an odd culture, man. And that's one thing I will give them is <coughs> they, <coughs> they, they found their niche and they capitalized on it. And it's hard to fucking, you know, hate hate on the fucking on the hustle you know can't knock the hustle yeah you can't knock the hustle they did their thing they made a shit ton of money they've donated to their local communities and stuff you think they do that just because they know their fans are shitty (laughs) no they're a family and they all treat each other you know when you come from broken places and broken homes and then you find something like this where everyone treats each other with respect this was just this was sponsored by ICP I I just (laughs) had a bad Running with some juggalos that I don't respect at all because I got I got jumped for no reason by people with clown makeup on. That are juggalos because I because I made a joke and it was a stupid joke. It was like the first time taking the devil's lettuce. And I was like, oh, I'm so stoned. If this guy punched me in the face, I wouldn't even feel it. Cause I thought he's a big guy. He hit me. He probably crushed my face, right? And he took it as a disrespect and he jumped me. That's the thing. It's like, like, I was like you, that was like, how are you gonna take that joke and like think it was disrespectful? It's really stupid. Like this thing is, they do take their shit very fucking seriously sometimes. Like, and but that's the thing is, you're gonna all get. They have. Yeah, I was gonna say it's all they have, <laughs> and if they come, yeah. if you're attacking, them, that was my only like, bad, like saying, my bad experience with that. Like just, Doug's saying, it's like it has become their family because they become they come from broken homes, and that's all they got. Yeah. You know, so if you say something like that, they're going to take it a little personally because they don't have a lot else to hold on to. You know, which is, I don't know, fortunate. I grew up in a smart-ass family, so I'm usually just like people just taking, saying jokes and just taking with it. You know what I mean? Like, so I guess maybe that was my bad, but like, they, they could have said something instead of just like jump me and me out to fight my way out of this shit. And but but that's almost what, stabbing a bunch of people, you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> that's, the thing, that's the thing with uh, that's the thing with any really like if you get any gr- big group of people, yeah, is you're gonna have a few assholes in there. Like yeah. it, it really doesn't matter whether it's you know yeah. ICP or metal or snowboarding. Or, you know, people who grow fucking garlic. UGO. Yeah, UGO. <laughs> like you, you say it was goddamn respect, motherfucker. 
But like, I mean, you're gonna get a few assholes in yeah. any group. Any like, once you start amassing like a number of people in a group, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna get assholes. That is why I retracted and said that's my that was my bad experience with them. I have met some yeah. other people that are pretty cool. I just I just I guess I don't understand it. That's the my thing. I think the people in Rochester they cut themselves and drank their own blood too. <laughs> yeah. Fuck? I know. But again, individuals in a big group. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the music or the yeah. artists. They're not telling it's people. Not, about yeah, they're not. I think the dudes that started it, you know, they're they're cool. You know, they're they're cool. The drinks are pretty good. They stay, true to, they stay true to themselves, and they could probably look back and they're laughing all the way to the bank. You ever had that with and they're laughing all the way to the stage. I've never had that. Before. It's yeah. actually pretty delicious. I'm not gonna lie. I've had it a couple times. It's pretty good. But it's even like though with like. Uh, Eminem fans, I remember going through middle school, my first year of high school, I think, there was this dude who just was convinced he was meant to be a rapper, and Eminem was his thing. He'd signed his fucking, he would sign his math assignments as Slim Shady. And it's like, dude, you live in rural Cash Valley, bro. Like, you are not fucking Slim Shady. Dude. Like, <laughs> yes, we all fucking like Eminem's music. But you can't sign your fucking homework assignments as Slim Shady and think that like people are gonna respect you. Well, the, the <laughs> Slim like, Shady, what, please, are in their math homeworks. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what do you you know? I don't remember the dude's actual name, but it was like Slim. <laughs> yeah, I guess he probably changed it because he was that obsessed, and it's just like when that song Stan came out too it's like dude you were a total fucking Stan yeah you were Stan dude and it's like you, you know it's just like if you kind of got talking to him he didn't seem like that bad of a dude but just the whole persona he put out to everybody was just all like dude you're you know what are you doing you know you, you can't steal his identity you gotta create your own yeah. it's fine if you wanna be a rapper or Fucking idolize him and shit, but you're gonna bleach your hair and fucking write Slim Shady on homework assignments. Like I was just like, who wants to be friends with you, dude? Those first two <laughs> albums took me in like a really weird direction. Uh, a good buddy of mine uh, and I listened to those all the time, and then like we got way more aggressive, just in general, and how we thought about things and what we were doing. And uh, I mean, we were just like, it, it took some rambunctious teenagers. It made them like it fueled us with fire to go and just like be even crazier and do the dumbest shit, which I, I'm not gonna get into on this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad my, my, my parents kind of shoved me a little bit on that kind of stuff for a while. Like, I really wasn't allowed to listen to it until I was like about 14, 15. So I really, I was actually wasn't allowed to watch MTV until I was about the same age because of Marilyn Manson. That's so, crazy because there's tits on the fucking screen. Nice. But yeah, my my dad let me watch Ren and Stimpy all the fucking time. That's wild. <laughs> it was probably because he viewed it as a cartoon. On, I mean, on a kids so, on a kids network. Yeah. As you look back on Ren and Stimpy, you're like, what? On all of them, cow, cow and chicken, fucking cat dog. They're all. When you look back at them now, you're watching. You're like, holy shit! This is and like Angry Beavers. Dude. Even like Rugrats. Angry Beavers. Is, little, Angry Beavers is all lesbian jokes, bro. <laughs> it's, it is. It's all fucking lesbian jokes. Well, that's, that's what I mean. Even me now, I, I still got like a pretty raunchy mouth. But at the same time, like with me, I, I do filter some of the stuff. And I could, 
Oh, okay. You know, watches. <laughs> you know, and but at the same time, I one of my earliest memory memories <clears throat> is seeing one for Metallica on MTV. Like I was like three years old watching this fucking. I mean. You think about it, like, I'll watch it now, and it's like, whatever, I'm an adult, I can understand the context of what's going on, but when I was, like, three years old, maybe four years old, one of my earliest memories is seeing that fucking, like, the war video and stuff mm-hmm. like that with it, like, easy there, easy there, rich boy, <laughs> some of us had to grow up with the old cable, some of us just had the old, uh, bunny ears, and maybe yeah. an antenna if we were lucky, on top yeah. of us. So we have the parent, parent, uh, parental control, my dad's like... This channel's blocked, this channel's blocked, this channel's blocked, this channel's blocked. I'm not even that old, but I don't know if we even had that kind of thing. I remember like going to my my dad's buddy's house with him, because obviously he's made me tag along, and walking into their house, and their kid, who's you know, a couple of years older than me, was watching like VH1 on MTV, and just seeing some of the videos that were on, I was like, glued. I was like, whoa, I have not seen something like this. Yeah. You mean I've been looking at Macy's magazines in the, in the bathroom, <laughs> and you guys got this stuff? <laughs> Talk about that yeah. Sears catalog, dog. <laughs> I was definitely fortunate <laughs> that my dad was in the, in the military for sure. Like, yeah, but I, I also like I kind of have a little bit of a. I I think censorship or like censor censoring your kid, sheltering your your kid from things. Can it really only go so far? You're not going to be able to protect them from everything. Well, and he, you know, it's like, he's he just like, where do you get a little line? bit? But I also, I guess, you know, it, a lot of it was also me putting myself in my own little world too. Because he didn't show to me a lot. He just showed to me to a certain age. He's like, well, I'm not going to let you watch a guy who has fake tits on, a, on MTV. Because that's what it was. It's Marilyn Manson. He didn't want me to see that on TV. You know and now I mean? it's okay. No. Yeah, apparently now it's okay. So it there, there's a there's a fine line between sheltering your kids a whole lot, uh, because you know if, if they never get to see anything at all or think it exists, or you say hey no screen time for you no you can't watch any TV no tablet no phone yeah. and then as soon as they get a little bit older, boom that's all they want to do or mm-hmm. as they grow up because yeah. they're like I've never had this I'm gonna just immerse myself mm-hmm. so you know that little you can have some some screen time. And not screen time. Some screen time, not screen time. So well, yeah, uh, some, get yeah, outside. We were, Go fucking do yeah, something. Yeah, we were, we were like, there was only a few things we weren't allowed to really listen to or we were watch. There wasn't a whole lot that we were, we were exposed to, you know what I mean? Cause well, and that, so that's where... I was from England, so there's definitely a big, like, culture, like, balance thing where they had to, like, work between the two cultures where we did get kind of... I went, like, we weren't like sheltered, but we were at some things. You know I, I mean? had to go behind my dad's back to get Limp Biscuit, three dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. What? <y'all. laughs> because he he's like saw the explicit content. He looked at some of the shit. And he's like, nope. Mm. And then uh, Suicide Machines. They had a guy in the back of the cover. I love Suicide Machines and Scott and all this stuff going on in the Scott Punk scene. And there's a guy like running and like looking like he's shooting his arm up. It's a standard logo. They still use it today. I don't know why, but it just. My dad was like, nope. And I was like, dude. Like, <laughs> well, and it's funny, too, because some of those things, like I said, there's there's some things I saw when I was younger that just didn't necessarily register. Or it's like some, some of the imagery, like it didn't mm-hmm. like it didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand it. So it's all like sometimes when you when you say no to things like that, 
It's like your kid probably doesn't even understand exactly what's going on. And he didn't either. You know, so it's like, it's, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just, if you don't mention things, they won't even address it. You know, yeah. kids won't even address it. But that's where I'm kind of trying to find a balance. Like there's a balance between like, there's things you need to watch. There's things that I'm going to watch with you that I want to watch. But then there's also time where we just hang out and play and we're not mm-hmm. watching anything. So it's, I, I think there's ideally a perfect balance in all of that that I, I'm hoping to achieve. I don't, you know, I, it's just as our, our parents probably had no fucking idea what was going on. And us as parents, you know, me and you. Especially all the new shit coming up. Like, yeah, that's why I try to. we were growing up too. Oh, well, the internet, I guess you can go on it. What, what could you possibly do? Britney Spears boobs. <laughs> ICP. Yeah. No, no, Timmy, don't look. <laughs> but yeah, you just really need to uh, find a good balance, I think. Because if you go overboard, you're going to be in trouble. Because my dad didn't know that shooting the needle in the arm might have been shooting the needle of the corporate media and idealistic corporate fucking bullshit into your arm is going to turn you into... And I'm like, Dad, we don't even have fucking cable. Like, yeah. This is exactly what you're telling me that you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a point. it's an interesting word, world, and I yeah. I just in my opinion I think I I try to kind of watch some of the stuff with my daughter to see what's going on. What do you want to What do you want to introduce her to? Most importantly, because like my dad introduced me to like Pink Floyd and stuff. Well, so I'm like, the, is that better than the Suicide Machines? I mean, they're talking about drugs and all this kind of shit, and they're on drugs, and these guys aren't even on drugs. I'm sorry there's a needle on the fucking record, but... Well, so, the first song I ever played for my daughter after she was born, she was a day or two old, I played Orion from Metallica, and there's there's no lyrics in the whole fucking song. It's just like seven and a half minutes of just fucking guitar riffing and the band just getting together and having a good time. But then it's like, I, I think back on my life, like the, the song Fade to Black from Metallica is about suicide. But when I first started listening to that song, I didn't know that. I didn't really, I didn't have the, like, the world experience to realize like this is what they're talking Context about. Context clues. I just yeah. knew that it was a fucking groovy song and I fucking loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as you get older, you start to understand things more the more shit you go through. So that's what I'm saying is like sometimes like, you know, if I don't, I mean, and when she gets three, four years old, if I explain to her, hey, this is what Fade to Black is about. Or we were just recently. But anyways, yeah, my, my dad actually had a, a good way of doing that. When I was about, about 15, 16, we were listening to uh, Save Me by Shinedown. It's like about, you know, the, the candle on a spoon and there's no hallway with no doors. And I'm seeing it, right? And he's like, do you understand what this means? I'm like, no. He's like, and he turned the song off. And he's like, I want you to look up, the, I, want, I want you to go home and look up the lyrics and actually study the lyrics. And I'm like, okay. And then I went back and he's like, what's the song about? He's like, oh, I'm like, it's about doing heroin, dad. He's like, all right, now you can listen to it. He wouldn't let me, like, he make me, like, do that with a lot of the songs that I listen to, too, lately. After. Interesting. And he made me, like, like, if you're going to listen to the song, listen to the song, not just, like, sing it because you like the melody and stuff. Like, actually, like, listen to the song, you know? Well, I, I, I think there's positives and negatives to that. You I, know? Yeah. I think the coolest thing that my dad ever did, which terrified me as a child, 
but um, <laughs> we'd be listening to something like Pink Floyd or you know Rolling Stones or Eric Clapton or just about anything. Uh, and he and I'd be like, turn it down, it's too loud. And then he'd go, what? And he'd turn it up. And like, what? And he'd turn it up. And he, he would bump the system in the house, like, louder than I'd ever heard anything in my entire life. And we'd just be jumping up and down, listening to the music. And it was, like, arguably, you know, a, the sweetest of memories. And it's, like, for, he didn't make a question what they were talking about or anything along those lines or the content. He was just, like, I'm going to rock out. You're going to rock out with me. And I was like, yes, sir. Sometimes, yeah, it's not exactly about what they're talking about. Because Pink Floyd Pink Floyd has songs that are, like, pretty, maybe not necessarily about drugs, but, like, heavily drug-influenced. And sometimes it's just like, you know what? This is good music. Just it's a little, music. little prick. Just, yeah. Just, just we, let him enjoy you know, it. We jammed it all the time. He just wanted me to actually, like, listen to the That's lyrics. That's very smart. Most, you know what yeah, I mean? No. Because I wasn't listening to any of the lyrics of any songs. I was just singing them. It's great. Like, so you're things. not like you're not understanding the song. It's cool to like rock out and jam and cool, but like I also want you to understand the song. But then where coming from, like I said too, that also comes with age. Yeah. You know, once you start getting to a certain age, you mm-hmm. need to explain. At some point, you need to explain some of those things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are we just getting super like parent? Dad content right now. Well, it's, more, it's a teaching. It's a lesson. We're it, went from, about it went from growing garlic, garlic to, and yeah. to uh, parental advice and, and then music and yeah. talking about how to introduce new people and young people to music yeah. and what content is acceptable or not or how it affected you. Yeah. How has content of music affected you as a kid? If you didn't know the lyrics, I loved so many songs and I still don't even know the lyrics. Yeah. And I still yeah. think I could say I'm right. There's still some songs that I listen to today I'm like, oh, that's what they're fucking talking about? Holy shit. <laughs> like, I mean, well, there's still some songs I go back and listen to and I'm like, this fucking reminds me of, I was at this age and it reminds me at this point in my mm-hmm. life when I was really feeling, feeling a certain thing and it's just like, sometimes it's like if I ever start to feel that certain thing again, like, there's a couple of Alice in Chains songs. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about putting Stan on. No. <laughs> yeah, no, Alice in Chains has some songs that, like, sometimes so I'm just, like, in a shit mood. I'll just go back and listen to. <laughs> corn reminds me of the old days. Well, I know, because yeah. after we got back from that tri- fishing trip on the way home, like, that you didn't think you'd listen to three corn songs today. <laughs> that was that, that disc golf is what it was. Oh, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's funny. If I can, I, I, I don't know. Corn was I used to blast that shit. I loved corn. Room too. at fourteen years old, bro. Just yeah. just just piss off the neighbors. They yeah. come over. Well, can you turn that down? With the bar. Just got a brand new fucking system. My dad bought me. You know, badass radio. And the thing is, it's, it's like, hey, sorry, Jonathan Davis, about your lyrics, but I'm a kid and I just care about these badass beats. Yeah. And you're ripping <laughs> along with it. Baseline. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is fucking badass, dude. Like, this is just sick. And as a kid, you've never heard anything like that before. No. Well, that form was definitely completely different. That is one thing, though, that actually, that did happen in the time since we last uploaded an episode, is we went and all played the inaugural round for Nubya. Yeah, a little bit did. of disc golf. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that was a good time. Like I said, not to derail the conversation, but we could talk about 
late 90s, early 2000s. You want to derail something? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Oh, you don't need to talk about derailing if you're just going to derail it. <laughs> yeah. We all, we all know what you're doing. Well, I'm just saying, we could we could still, we could keep going about, yeah, I got the, these 2000s bands. Well, we haven't talked about Beaker's shirt yet, which oh, yeah. is a full moon with the Grim Reaper in blue. I got a quarter moon when he bent over. And <laughs> he's reaching around to a green skull. With the all-seeing eye in the middle of it. The, yeah, those fucking posters were super popular in the 90s Yeah, they were. So dope. That's so vintage. I'd almost I think I had a skateboard with this like, on the bottom of it, too. I might tuck that like yeah. airbrush shirt away just that way. And Dude, you should get that tattooed. Just get that, that whole just, shirt tattooed on your you chest. Did, and then you when did, you take it off, it's I, just still there. I give you, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it if you get that tattooed right I'll throw a hundred bucks for it too. And cover up this tattoo just with this tattoo. Or put it in the moon. Put it in the moon. No, no. Black it out in white. Black it out in white. And the rest of the... Yeah, you, have you can't this, black out my name, bro. Sorry. You have my, your own name tattooed on you? My last name. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Is that so they know what to call you in prison when they're fucking No, you? we were... <laughs> it's, not it's on his chest. Yeah. We were like, on, yeah, not his, on his back. Not his, he, likes, he prefers missionary. Me and my brothers were all supposed to get our names, tat, our last name tattooed on us, and I'm the only one that did. Nobody else did. So, my little brother has a bunch of tattoos that aren't even finished. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty cool looking. They just need to get finished. It's like Scooby Doo and shit. I got Scooby Doo and. I thought you said they were cool. They're cool. <laughs> Cowley, uh, Curves of Cali Dog, and I can't remember the other one. I think it's like Grim from Grim from uh, oh, Bill Bill and Mandy. Remember that? Oh jeez. So he's got a bunch of cartoon tattoos. Yeah. I've cartoon seen people like that, and I'm just like, I don't like. I mean, I like. There's some shows I really fucking like, but I'm just. It's kind of like the same. With people who get like Joe Rogan's tattoo, like his face tattooed on like their thigh and stuff, it's like yeah, I just who are you to judge? I know I'm not the one to judge. I'm just saying I don't think I would like. Oh, I love this guy's podcast so much. Kyle's tattoos are pretty. Speaking of a Scooby Doo and like that kind of genre of tattoos, I've got a buddy who's got like Mega Man and all sorts of Kirby video game stuff sleeve, and it is. Really fucking cool. Oh yeah, I've seen a lot yeah, of great it's ones. It's really well done for for a theme anyway, for like a cartoony video game theme. I'm like applause because you you did it right. Yeah, I and I've seen a lot of tat like people who get cartoon tattoos or Dragon Ball Z tattoos and stuff like that, and they are really cool and they spend a lot of money on the work and it's great work and it looks awesome. I just don't know if like I'm. The type of person who's gonna like, uh-huh. yeah, like I mean, I fucking love Metallica, but I'm not gonna get a Metallica tattoo. I just don't like. Well, it's just, not a logo. I'm gonna have band, a sleeve. You, you could have a, you could have a tattoo that is inspired by your listening to Metallica, or some of the lyrics. Maybe I might get tattooed whoa, if there's I'm, like. Whoa, whoa, if there's now, a now you're just lyric. going right down the same path. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know. I just like if there was a saying. Like, I could, I could see getting a quote. How could you I just... find a perfect saying, though? Like, because... And then you talk to James, and he's like, so, bud, actually, that means this. <laughs> he, oh, I, was, oh, like, oh, I, I mean... was so high on cocaine when I wrote those lyrics. <laughs> like, 
It's like, oh, so they don't really mean it. He was it, actually you know? about suck so and so. Yeah. I don't know. I just about like. Sucking dick for comp cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would do anything, and I'm like, I'll do anything for my daughter. It's like, family. You're like, no, it's like, like no, people, it's not. No, it's not like that, man. It's like when people get those Chinese words written, yeah. and it's like, that means like penis, bro, or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> it means I'm gay. We, we should do that. We yeah, should, I don't know. We should get some fucked up Chinese symbol tattoos. <laughs> Bro's, bro tattoos that say, like. Let's try and get all smoke with you. Tattoos of Japanese or Chinese. Find me drugs. Oh, dude, I, I think in the last episode I talked about getting a QR code. Oh, yeah. Inner thigh. Yeah, inner thigh. Yes. Inner thigh that QR code. Like a song, bitch. So when they're down there, they go. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, I want to keep going, guys. You guys uh, want to take a smoke break real quick? Yeah, we'll see you next week. Break, break or something. And I, I said let's do another little fucking segment. Get the people. We've been holding the people back a little bit with content. Things are, things are going pretty good. So uh, slapping loaves, slapping loaves, and busting loads. Stupid hoes. Yeah. All, all right. right, all right. We'll be back. Okay, smoke you guys in there. She told me, yeah. I, I can't go in there anymore, dude. <laughs> I, no. Nope. Yeah, I saw her last night. I mean, they're still nice. The things are still nice. I'd love to look at them, but like, I can't. Nope. Yeah. You haggle well, anyone at the well, no, stores. So, so, you get what you want, you're like, I don't know. This one's looking a little smaller than the usual corn dogs. I'm going to need two of these. And they're like, oh, okay. So... The story he's talking about is this, like, ten years ago. I think that was fucking ten years ago. Yeah. There's this chick that works over at this gas station. Not going to mention it at all. And uh, she's a little bit older than us, you know. I mean, yeah. definitely a little older than you, she's but older than me. <laughs> and a uh, great fucking giant fucking nose. She had a great red. She okay. had a huge nose and huge tits and like just one night I went in there all drunk to buy beer, bro. And but you know, I, I flirt with my gas station clerks a little bit, you know, or joke around or whatever. It can Always. be a little bit of both or one or the other. And fucking I was just like in a mood and I went in there and I was all like it was 
those girls are looking nice tonight. She's like, oh, yeah, you think so? I'm like, I want to put my face between them. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And then we went around the counter, and she just let what? me motorboat the fuck out of her, dude. What? It, dude, I, I swear to God. And, like, I just, yeah. So then, like, since then, it's like me and her just talk about her tits. So, like, I just, I can't go there anymore, dude. I really can't. Like, I got, you know, a nice pair myself. And it's just like, yeah, dude. I mean, it was great, you know, at the time. It was a great story. It would have been great content. And I guess it's great content right now. Because, I, yeah, I did it more it's than one. my favorite story you ever told me, bro. Yeah, it was like I go in there, I look at them every single time. I'm like, this is that nice? Dude, they're huge. Yeah, they're great. And they're still, the last time I seen her, which was a few months ago, yeah, they still look great. Dude. <laughs> yeah, they still look great. <laughs> Like I said, that was like ten years ago. I did that. It's just like, I don't know. They're they're great tits, and I loved having my face in between them. But that was a was a different time. Different, that was a different time for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was back in like two thousand like thirteen, fourteen. I might have. Yeah. You what? I like two thousand thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that was somewhere around there. Yeah, because like, it was two thousand twenty three now. Yeah. Like I said, I just seeing my fucking teacher from high school and he's like that was 16 years ago i'm like holy shit wow man. god damn dude where the time go nope yeah we're getting old but we we still got good stories that's yeah, three happen. more years to my 20 year reunion just we have four more years yeah i don't know how that worked out <laughs> <laughs> Because you were born after me. After they cut off. I'm older than you. <laughs> Just because you had a kid, that's the only reason you say. But you already admitted three months. <laughs> you have it on record. <laughs> so if I have a kid, I'm going to just jump up. I'm going to just jump older than you. Is that what it is? Uh, you'll be back up until I have my second. <laughs> so if you plan on having more and more. This is kind of the thing where you think you're taller than Redbeard. I am taller than Redbeard. We've measured this with shoes off and everything. Yeah, he's taller. No, he's not. We're actually the exact same height. We like to argue about. Like we were. So you, me, and you are exactly the same age, pretty much. No. Yeah. Plus. Both born in '88. You dumb shit. I'm not. You never even made it past algebra. <laughs> anyway, so. Anyways. We can't, we, I feel like we're beating a dead horse a little bit with the, like the, like it's good to like throw, I don't know. Maybe, do you think that's a joke that maybe she die is the who's older I thing? Funny. I think it's funny too and it's good to bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm a little buzzed, honestly. How are you feeling, Doug? He's good. Up. Thumbs up. It was the baloney. Oh, yeah, speaking of baloney, you kicked some crates today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't, uh, I didn't do any baloney today. And so my, uh, my, uh, temper got the best of me today. I, the, the people at my work, they didn't, they put break, broken crates in the stacks. So I didn't, I didn't see it well enough. And so I was driving and they tumbled over and 
I fixed it, got to another stop, they tumble over again. So I picked, so I got it all ready and I had a bunch of empty crates in the middle and I kicked the living shit out of these. I'm surprised none of them broke. Well, okay? it, and I'm sitting there just like smashing these like wham, wham, wham over and over again. And then one of the guys like that I, I'm pretty cool with the store was like, hey man, you okay? I said, yeah bro, I'm good. I just went back to fucking kicking these goddamn crates, man. Well, and just just so people don't know, just so people don't, or for, for the people who don't know, is that gingers, when you don't feed them enough bologna, because they're, they're vitamin D, like deficient, is that what they call it, deficient, where you guys don't, you guys can't really drink milk because you already, like the way you guys soak up Vitamin D from the sun or something. That could be it, yeah. So, there's something like that. I know there's some science like we that. Create, well, yeah, you create, create their own, where we create our own vitamin D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can't really drink milk and that's stuff. That's probably why I get fucked up on milk, yeah. Yeah, so that's like... In, in, that's why we're tough as shit. Well, our no, it's... Are strong as fuck. Only as long as you eat bologna. You only kill us by burning us. Only as long as you eat bologna. <laughs> <laughs> You guys can't oh, have. Oh yeah. You guys you can you can't test this. Off the bat. No, you can't. You guys can't have milk because there's that'd be too much vitamin D. That's why you eat bologna because you need the protein, and you already make your own vitamin D. And, and bologna lacks vitamin D, so that's why you gotta just just so everybody understands. That's so fucking. Dude, it's fucking science, bro. But yeah, I was getting pissed off with like my job already pissing me off enough because it feels like. Everybody's fucking um, slow. I don't know. I want to be kind of PC because the words I want to say are not PC right now. Dude, you should have been at Walmart yesterday, dude. They were were giving full refunds on ice machines and giving you a new one with it, dude. You should have been at Walmart. I don't think you're that bad. But, dude, like, I don't know. The people that work for my job are just fucking slow. Anyways, but yeah, I was... I was getting so pissed. There was one point in the time where I had to like, I'm in the middle of loading bread on a rack, and I had to sit there and just like breathe <laughs> deeply before I flipped the fuck out and I opened my eyes and one of the forklift li- forklift drivers, she's just staring at me like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Having a day." <laughs> so that's inter- that's interesting you say that because I mean I've had some jobs where I like I mean, even my current job. I go to into detail, but you know, sometimes I'm cranking on a wrench, and if that wrench slips and I fuck it, or that ratchet slips and I fucking bust my knuckles, I'm yelling fuck really loud. You know, if my knuckles bleeding, if I slips and I bust my knuckle, it's like fuck. You know, I mean, you know, and I probably shouldn't do that. And where where I'm at now, and I've gotten better at it, but it's like I'm there with you, man. Sometimes you just gotta like fucking rage on some shit. Like yeah, today when the the stores that I was like losing my mind and one of the ladies came over she's like you okay I'm like yeah I'm sorry um, I'm, I'm tired of some of the people that work with us they don't they overstuff the rack and they smash bread and they make my job a lot harder and she's like oh, okay I'm, like, I'm sorry for cussing so, not to stop you real quick so I was actually just before you heard the cock and balls thing or whatever when you walked out or cock and in, or in and out or, yeah. or you can Whatever it was. I was talking about maybe uh, giving Doug some permission to the uh, I'll Smoke With You page. Yeah. If he wants it. If not, I mean, I don't really think he does. 
Right? Do but, you? Uh, it'd be really nice to smoke with you. Yeah, we can continue some conversations about some cool stuff. You definitely like your I'd really like to see about getting some people on the show, and we can kind of focus on uh, finding some people who want to have cool conversations with the crew. And okay, so what? We'll, all right, have some cool businesses, maybe some influential people. How about this? We'll uh, since we're doing our Instagram, we're going to post a couple of pictures and stuff like that. Either tag them or give you. Yeah, I'm by Ian or something. Um, we let's give out some ideas to where if anybody is actually still listening. I don't know if anybody's still listening. But if you're, still, people, you're still there. Is this thing still on? But if you have ideas, if you have ideas about well, people that we should reach out to and have conversations with and interview or talk about, you know, how life happens. Uh, yeah, but, well, just we'll make it happen. I'm thinking more like People who are a specialty in their field, you know what I mean? I think you put the fucking empty can in there. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But yeah, if we can get some people in some specialty fields, we need we know a couple people in the vape industry, which might, if they'd be willing to share their story, would be kind of cool. Um, if not, I understand. You know, it's like we I don't want to necessarily put anybody's business out there that doesn't want their business out there. I'm sure a lot of people want their business out there, so we'd really like yeah. to pump that up and say, hey, we can... Like, what kind of business? We, we can talk about saying. the good qualities of business. We could talk about business oh, you mean in like general. Business integrity. It's not like their business. Yeah, well, I mean, some people might actually be willing to share... Well, are you talking about I'm units? I'm a joke. <laughs> People's units. But no, it'd be cool to get people who are like... I mean, I, I'm not trying to rip off this other podcast, but uh, they, like, they've interviewed people from the HVAC industry, and maybe we get the right guy who, maybe his story on how he got to do HV, like, like what his journey took him to. You. Yeah, yeah, sure. you know, or like, taking a journey. Yeah, and you knew, you know hockey players, so we could have some hockey players on who will, like, talk about, like... How they got started doing that. So if you guys want to, fighters. if you guys want to get started doing that at home, yeah. maybe we can help you learn a new craft. Yeah, that. No, yeah. I mean, there's just like the possibilities are endless. Yeah. endless. I definitely do want to get some people that you really know their shit on here. Like, so I'm saying entrepreneurs would be, I think, good people to talk to. I mean, obviously, you're not going to ask them to like. We don't want to tell all their secrets, but if you got a bit of a story, you can kind of tell, like, this fucking scheme, area, you know? the scheme you're running. Yeah, let's, <laughs> not, let's find people from pyramid schemes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> How did you make millions off your pillage? So, pyramid we, we get a Scientologist on here, is that what you're saying? We could, we can go visit them. <laughs> we can get all dressed up, go visit them, and we then should. we can have the podcast with it without them knowing that we're having the podcast. Mm, is it? I think we are in a one-party consent state. We could just yeah. we could like, vi- we could visit places and just talk to the people there and we, interview them. It's gonna have to be in a public place. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that should be a customer going. support. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> you get a free item. Yeah. Is that, is that going to be the goal of this show? Is if we see what free items we can, we just yeah. expand all the things that we have and see how far we can push it. So we get a different computer. We've got a truck. We can take our fridges. 
We'll take our fridges to. Hey, this thing is. Just, I just got this the other day. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, made this since 1994. Dude, that's what I told Bailey. I was like, "What other appliances we got around here? Like, you see, how's our vacuum? Do you see my new vacuum? You see my stove, right? You see my stove in my apartment? Just take that thing. Hey, man, this doesn't work well anymore. Dude, this is from like 1967. Yeah, I thought it had a warranty. It used to say it on the back. My stove doesn't even have four burners on it. It has three burners on it. It is old as shit. Like, like it is fucking old as fuck. It's like one of the first models ever. Dude, when I came over and seen it, I was like, dude, that thing's fucking old. But at the same time, I think actually on something like that, you might sell it for more money with it being vintage. Yeah. Like you could sell it it's as not a vintage mine, piece. You just, just sell their stuff and just like or buy just, a new one and just keep the rest of the money. Dude, exactly. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying, dude. You're like, hey, uh, I, this thing's going out, I think. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna replace it. And see if they'll take, like, if you buy a new one for, like, 250 bucks, take it, have them take it off the rent, dude. And then just collect all the money on the vintage one that you sold for seven. That'd be cool, too, but they actually can't do that anymore when you try to take money off rent. They, they have to pay you. If you, have, if you do stuff for them, like, do work, they have to pay you now. They can't actually take it off the rent because it's illegal now. Do that. Actually, it's, I think it's always been illegal. They just have been doing it, though. But I think... Well, no, it's the tenants. If the, if the, so the tenants have... As well, far my last landlord told me that it's, it is now illegal to do that because of accounting and tax things. Yeah, what? no, because people are lazy and they don't like to do... The less they have to do on the books, the better. Yeah. Because basically the way books work is you have to have like a... You know, receiving yeah. and an outgoing part of your fucking balance book. And, a business and for years. the less you have to do that, yeah. the less, like the easier it is. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Maybe it's just like maybe, maybe it was that, but I just know that it, it's. He was telling me that like they just can't do it, or it's illegal, or some bullshit, or something like that. Like, well, you just can't still, take it off of rent anymore. Or they used or to be able to do that, but you can't. Or just, you know, tell them, like, hey, man, uh, I found a, I found a really good deal on an oven that'll fit here. If you'll let me do it, I don't really care about the money. And then you sell the vintage one for fucking, <laughs> and you make 350 bucks or yeah. something. They, that might be a good idea, honestly. I know she's Asian. She, she probably won't do it. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> She knows she's, it's vintage. Dude, she's 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 a tough cookie for sure, bro. <laughs> Is there any fortune <laughs> in that cookie? Oh, bazing! Bazinga! <laughs> Come on, just that was a good joke. That's why I'm laughing. Got Mr. Baloney over here. What's up, dude? Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Welcome here. back to our little talk show. We just barely started it, so if you want, to... <laughs> welcome back to our little talk show, dude. This fucking. So I one time after fucking disc golf, Amber drove us, and uh, she was gonna pick up her, her twins' cousin, who's like thirteen years old, 
And I was like, I was like, you know, I want to go do a podcast. Beaker was like, yeah, let's try one out. And this is in our like days, before, like episodes. You know, this is the archive shit, like the true archive shit back in the day. True archives, check them out. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we were recording it, and then like we took our little our break, and then came back, and we we're about getting ready to start, and he's. Like, they're all shouting right here. I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? And he's all like, oh, yeah, sorry. Go back to your little talk show. We'll go over here. And it's like a 13-year-old kid. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I can fucking wreck you, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to, but it's like. I don't know. He, he, was, was, he was pretty polite. He was. He was and that's what I'm saying. He was funny, actually. I kept making that joke. I was like, wait. That's your kid's cousin? Holy shit, man. <laughs> like, where did, where did the manners drop at? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was he was super respectful, but he also liked to talk a little shit, which is cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know. And then, so what we entered back in was like, welcome back to my little talk show, apparently. <laughs> like, roasted by a 13-year-old, bro. It's going to happen. Hands you a thing though. And don't. And they don't. don't that's fingers, when they get the office. I say, yo, it's you guys just talking like, about getting owned by guys in ICP right now. It was no, a 13 year old. With face paint on? No. Hatchet Man. Still on the, uh, the old ICP train? <laughs> he really like, loves that ICP, bro. We talked about that like 45 minutes ago. <laughs> it was more than 45 minutes ago. <laughs> At least 45 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm back. Where's the clowns, dog? Where's the clowns? <laughs> I think this is my beer. <laughs> Don't touch my paps. Don't touch my alcoholic water. I just like to grabs to paps. Grabs to paps. God, dude, if we could get sponsored by them, dude, that would be the best thing. Mm. That would yeah. be my favorite thing. Get sponsored by paps. But wait, no, paps is pretty difficult to get sponsored by. Mm-hmm. We can sometimes get like a little event kickback, and they give us some keychains. It's probably because they're already material, like, but you know they. They have a very anti-marketing. It was probably because they're already like outsourcing their beer to get produced in Wisconsin by somebody else that's not Pabst. Because Miller makes Pabst. But no, well, Pabst originally is its own thing. Yeah, Yeah, contract work. Yeah, but also, I just want to say that like I've emailed them before. I've emailed them before. Like when I. It basically the height of my uh, being good at disc golf. Mm. I emailed them. I was like, "Hey, I've had some of your guys' fucking equipment before. Like, we fucking go in on a like. I think you guys should get in on the disc golf world. <laughs> Let's fucking do this." It, in more words than that, it sounded better than that. But <laughs> but yeah, they just like, "Hey." Appreciate your interest, but we're not really doing stuff like that right now. I've exactly heard the same thing. I've talked, tried to hit them up so many times about different events, and it's been really cool. But it's awesome, like working with like local teams and like different the distributors. And the distributors were like, 
cut you huge deals on tons of merch. I mean, they don't, I mean, they cut you a deal. They just say, hey, price our beer at this point for, you know, the week. And then we're going to do like little promos throughout the bar and like your St. Patrick's Day things. And it's a lot of fun and they bring lots of gifts and promos. And obviously they just want to have their signs prominent somewhere in the bar. So like those distributors yeah. and that, dudes. That's, that's pretty like, cool. Hey, we're this new beer company, and they get to like position it in the sign. You know, I don't know it's a pretty cool industry. Hell yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. I I've uh, tried to get on at one of our local distributors here, like I don't know, I think maybe twice. Yeah. Cause it'd be cool, just like you're the delivery to... guy. Yeah, you're the one who gets yeah. to deliver all the joy to everybody and shit. You know what I <laughs> mean? Sure. <laughs> like I've gotten to see yeah, yeah, excited to see delivery guys. Like you can. Do distributing for uh, the liqueurs. I know yeah. you guys over there; they're pretty cool. I interviewed there, but like, I thought they were gonna try to sell me on the job because I was gonna pick it up as like a side hustle. Yeah, I think That's once, before I was moving in. I think once like, I get my CD, my CD so up, it'll be a class. Be bad timing, but yeah, it was just a matter of hey, uh, you don't you don't even need a CDL or anything, but you just go mm-hmm. in stock. And yeah, it's just like getting your foot in the door. Yeah. I just wanted to get my foot in the door. I had like a brewer, a distributor. I love the wheel and deal. Oh, that's going to be a DOT though, right? That's the only thing you need is a DOT probably. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the biggest like commercial vehicle endorsement you can get here in our state is like a Class A, unless you go to and what is driving that? a set of Class what A's. Is class A is like the biggest box delivery truck you can get. That's does under twenty six thousand. But you don't yeah, need one to have a really diesel. really really fast car. I don't think they should. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry to even put that out there in the world, because obviously, oh, it's awesome that people, the race car drivers, don't have a certain license. <laughs> That's awesome, and by all, no means should so. anyone. Well, it's because it's. I think it's a sport. So yeah, it's like, but that's the thing with driving commercially. If you're driving commercially for for a company, you need to technically get. I mean, it's not one of those things they really enforce. Unless you're driving a semi truck, and semi trucks, you definitely need your CDL. You need logs. Well, anything over twenty six thousand pounds, you have to have a Class B CDL. But what about people? I saw a funny meme about that when people have the fucking big ass trailers hauling a trailer, and it's like no CDL required. It's like CDL required, and it's just like a little fucking tiny thing, like some sort of work vehicle. Well, because it, it probably it probably weighs more than twenty six thousand pounds. To be honest, like it may not look like it does, but the load is probably more. You can have a super bus sleeper camp tent thing with the slide fucking thirty five yeah. feet long. And you don't need a CDL, but well, that's like, scary like shit driving saying, something that big twenty six feet. Like you were saying, your buddy who just started doing local routes out east, like that's kind of thing. Is like driving is like I mean that's fucking. It's a scary thing, dude. Driving big things, yeah. you gotta have fucking nerves of steel, and you have to have to have your wit about you. And you're going and from town to town to state yeah. to state, and like yeah. you're surviving on the road. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I think you know. I know my vehicle's not too long, but it's like what twenty feet. I don't and that's pretty decent. My box truck is about twenty. Yeah. Feet long and weighs twelve thousand oh. pounds. Hey, oh, this is so weight. To you it, should. But. You get your CDL. You know why? This is gonna put my plan into existence. I got it. 
We're gonna start that tow company. Ooh. Towing people? Like, yeah. A tow truck company. Yeah. All you need is a fenced in area. Yeah. And a lot of cameras and locks. Yeah. And I was going to the storage route. A bunch of big guys. Yeah, because you get that residual. <laughs> but people don't stop really need don't. their cars towed from places. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Is you it don't sucks. Need, Somebody has to do it. As long as you have a like, proper equipment. not just like um, oh, repo. You know? we're, we're helping people, but we're, I mean, it could be helping, you know, whoever needs a tow at a certain time or it, maybe a car gets impounded yeah. or it's in a parking lot. And you're just on call. But you can train some people to do that. I, I just thought that was a thought it was yeah. But it's, a, it's so silly to say it, especially on air. Yeah, but that's that, one thing. Like I feel like if you're gonna get into the business, I just think towing is just something that doesn't go away. Yeah, and but it's just like it takes, going to storage. It takes the bare minimum too. You just need a little plot of land. Hey, you could use that plot of land for something later. But we're just talking about a yard. You don't have any overhead. Yeah, if we can get land. But here's the other thing too. With doing something like that is like you know AAA, you you can pay like plans that are pretty fucking cheap, and they'll give you towing when they'll you get you the local plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's Sorry. what I'm saying, dude. Like you Honestly. charge subscription fees and you give different tiers of plans. Like if you're gonna get into towing, you almost gotta offer that and get people to sign up for your shit. Yeah, right? I th- I think I mean it's a good idea. But yeah. if you're gonna get into it, I feel like almost like for someone telling, you gotta fucking get into it. Yeah. And you gotta be reliable too. But I don't know. I mean, because yeah, I put on doing hey, this for I'm, a couple. I, you know what I'll tell you? For a couple you know years. What I'll tell so you? And I'll tell you. What? You, Beaker, you're reliable. Tom, ass, you're reliable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I try to be reliable too. Well, it's these motherfuckers that I'm going to call when I need a tow. When I need help. My shit's broken. Yeah, I mean, uh. Help me move. I need to Yeah, I've been doing a CDF for like three years. That's why I kind of, uh. Coming back locally. That's, that's why I do got like two vehicles though, because like Bailey got in that accident. She didn't have a car for a minute. I'm like, mm. Drive my all-wheel Subaru. I'll drive my truck to work. I'm a lot closer. You know, it's like, I do like owning vehicles. I feel like they're good investments. I know. I love that we have that sick-ass Jeep. And I'm like, making sure that's up to date. I just need that door fixed. Sorry, Pod. Breaking the fourth wall for you guys. Owning owning vehicles is like asset owning. And the, I think they're good investments, especially, you know, like a lot of these. Keeping insurance up and all that stuff, too. And then inspecting Yeah, but all. you can do a parking one. Like, you can do a parking insurance. Oh. It's like nine bucks a month and shit like that. Oh, I never know when you're going to take it out. Yeah, sure. Well, then you just, you're like, I'm going to take it out this weekend. Do, do, you call, your, do, you call do, your insurance company. Hey. You're like, hey, I'm going to be driving you? it for a couple days. I'm good. How are you? And then. I'd be happy. Dude, I'm telling you, it's it's easier than you think. Oh, to just easy, like peasy, look, lemon squeezy. I need your help because I need to get my boat registered, and I can't do it online because none of the options lead to me being able to do it. Okay, I'm and gonna so just, just I'm gonna, gonna play book it. any appointment 
ever, but I just need to go in and I need to talk about getting my boat registered. Because I just got it off to the side of the road. I bought it off some dude. Um, okay. What's it? Okay. home. So, and then I then this is it what together we're doing. with Red Beard. This is what we're doing. Plan. This is what we're doing. Once I help you figure it out, you're going to come back on the podcast it's, and it's, talk it's, about how awesome I am. Yeah, it's a short-term goal. That's what we can do. So, it's going to be a very short podcast. It's about as short as my boat. No. <laughs> it's like 10 He's feet. got a decent sized boat, bro. It's, it's like literally barely a floating piece of craft. Yeah. And uh, I do have a tiny, tiny trolling motor I can attach to it. And that's the only reason it, it, it's like, I need to do a register, do an ox. I wouldn't need to do any of this stuff. Okay, so what we're going to do, what we're going to do. The motor, the, the three horsepower motor. What we're, gonna, what we're gonna do is we're gonna look up when registrations for boats of your size became legal. I already yeah, I've done this. Well, okay, so what year did it's like, you have to have registration for a boat your size? Uh well I think it's just in general uh any boat for eighty six or eighty four. Okay. So and this boat was made. You know, since I'm gonna then. make it up on the fly. Actually, it's, it's between registration. Let's try and record this. We're gonna put this on Instagram. Are you in those fucking? I think you would be great to negotiate the DMV with me because I just need, I don't think I need to get a title. Well, I don't have the title or anything, so they're gonna try to make me pay for this. But I read in the rule book and I have it screenshotted how I having the power that this boat has. It doesn't need to have that. Alright, I'll talk I'll pay your simple tax. I'll pay tax on it. I'll just... I'll I'll talk to it when you record the whole thing. Yeah, mobile podcast. It's a field trip. Okay. I'll smoke with your field trip. No smoke in my car. We're doing this. I won't smoke in your car. Maybe we'll take mine. I don't have a hitch, actually. I think Bailey has a hitch. But, um... I have a hitch. Bitch. You do. I, I installed your hitch, bitch. <laughs> I don't have a ball, though. I ain't got no balls. balls. I'll, I'll get you a ball. I'll get you a ball. Hopefully. What's that? Two inch. Two inch? Yeah, I got something for that. You got two inch I balls? wasn't going to get that little one. No, that. you got to go with the big one. No, so now I need a bigger ball. You need some bigger balls? Yeah, fucking, uh, let's do it, dude. I'll talk him into it. I'm just being like, hey, dude, but he he bought this from somebody who fucking owned it since before it fucking, <laughs> like, it was required to have right. registration. There's no registration for it. We'll give them somebody's number. Well, I did have, the guy came out, and he got he got me the number. So I do have the HIN, the Hall of Education number. Mm. So I've got the HIN. So what what did that do for you? It has an my boat has a VIN number. It has an identity. It's a real fucking vessel. So if I go down, they can at least say, "Oh, that's that's Doug said." So it is registered in your name. You just no. It's registered to no one. I just I have official documentation of having this boat. So have you filed uh, no title? No, but I don't. I don't. No, I need a You just need a registration, yeah. a current sticker. I mean, 
And like according to the rule book, I'm like, guys, you wrote this out, it looks just fine. And I'm just, I don't know if I'm flip-flopping which one I need. Maybe it's just the title and not the registration. Like, I just don't need to, although I have all the numbers. I, I paid the dude, I think, to come out. I don't even know if I had to pay him. I don't think so. I just called him on like behalf of the state, and he came out and checked it. We spent like a good 45 minutes like him scrubbing with different kinds of sandpaper and brushes just to get this little tiny in the rain. And we're sitting here doing this, and I'm out there. The I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what that is. I'll tell you what that is right and now. And he loved his job. That he is, doesn't even boat. He doesn't even fucking fish. I'm, I'm telling you that and he, he went doesn't to have, Charlie the week I'm before. telling you that he doesn't have shit to do, and he's milking hours. I'll tell you that much right now. He is milking hours. <laughs> he did seem pretty like <laughs> I mean, it's, it seemed like, yes, he was, he but was, he was carrying like, his well, No, he seemed like a, like an office dude. He seemed like he sits and does paperwork in the office. Apartment. Yes, he, he wanted to get out of the fucking was, office. He definitely like somebody, wasn't a fisherman. He's like, somebody's got a fucking boat for me to look at? What? I want to be gone for like five hours. What? Like... <laughs> That's what I would do. A week, if I was in a week or a couple days before, though, like he doesn't. No, he does this every day. He like lives out of his car, like his little minivan type thing. Yeah, why would you go in the office? If you could just look at boats all day. But he had know, all we'll this. We'll see if we can get dude, this. Dude, he was. He had like the forensic. He had the forensic mm-hmm. shit yeah. to like fucking detail yeah. it down. He detailed boats it down, and filed it down enough to get a picture that it was visible, and we both went through it and like transcribed. Like, fucking... So, it, dude, let's get down to it then. Let's get down to it then. Uh, you need you registration. I, yeah, I need... You want my help whole registration. you registration. No, you I think it would be hilarious. I think it would be good for the pot. Yeah. I mean, dude, I have to go down there anyways. I'm going to get this shit fucking taken care of. But would it be funnier if you went with me? Yeah. And I just talked to him. I was like, oh, he's kind of... get me a discount? He's kind of shy. From the DM. I'm oh. trying to help my buddy. Dude, um, that actually might... That's a deflection right there. It's like, hey, my buddy has like a phobia of talking to people. And so I'm just here to help him out to get registration on his boat. And you just kind of like... in your ear a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. And he's, like, yeah, he's not going to settle for anything less than 55 bucks. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it, dude. What? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, I shake my head. Like, Sir, this isn't Walmart. <laughs> Should we try it out there first? Can't get your shit back just and get a card. Try and get a refund for your registration at Walmart. Why gift card? <laughs> just put it on a gift card. I'm sure they'll take it at the DMV. Yes. Did you get it done here? Yeah, just around the corner. Yeah. Walmart said to give you this gift card and uh, everything was good. <laughs> Just give me the sticker and I'll be all out of your hair. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, go ahead and eat as many of those as you want. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, they're bomb. Yeah, they're, they're still good. They've been here forever. Just so you know, Doug, they're... Well, and I guess all our fans, uh, all our couple of fans, is there Frank's Red Hot covered popcorn. Good as shit. It's popcorn that's covered in French Red Hot. Do not shit here again. I mean, I've easily eat my shit so hard. Dude, Quit eating home. that stuff then. Shit so hard here. Shit. Now there was, there was one podcast 
where I just ate some curry and I came over here. Dude, I love curry. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. And I went into his bathroom and I blew that fucking thing up, bro. Had the candles lit, windows open. It ain't smelt the same sense, bro. <laughs> I can't even piss in the thing well, in the what morning. What motherfucker doesn't have bathroom spray? People who don't stink like fucking shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my bowels are fine. Do you not know who you're talking? I know. I live with Tom. Tom smells like shit every day. Your ass. <laughs> Anyways. I'll play you guys some songs. So, you want to play us some songs? Do you have Bluetooth speaker? We do. But I, I mean, I, I guess that would mean that we're approaching the end of this, though. We are, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if anybody was going to be listening <laughs> to this one. But if you are, if you are still to... listening, message us on Instagram or email or have your parents email us. And I will personally go make a shirt for you. Grand, I will if print, your grandparents will, email will include a hat. I will print you off. <laughs> I will print you off the first ever I'll smoke with you merchandise. I sure hope you have editing software like modern editing software. No, not really. I'm gonna figure right it out though. Yeah. And we'll fucking we'll fucking whoever if somebody messages Messages or massages. Massages. If someone massages us, we'll send you our email address, and then you can send us. But yes, I will. I will personally pay for the very first piece of equipment ever. Massage. uh, Equipment. Massage. (laughs) Anyways, you guys have a great night. I'll smoke with you. I'll smoke with you. Peace.